Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life. And we're going to help you win with your money, in your relationships, and at work. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. I'm Ken Coleman. Dr. John Deloney is with me. And we're excited that you are here. Let's get right to it. Shamula is joining us in Black River Falls, Wisconsin. Sounds like a lovely place to be from. Shamula, how can we help? Um, so I just did my taxes and it kind of got me, um, into looking at my finances. Um, so I have 9,500 in debt currently just paid off, uh, one in collections. And, um, I have savings of like 9,184 that's liquid. Um, but I'm just kind of scared to pull the trigger because that's mostly all of my savings. What do you mean mostly all? Is there more than the 9184? Um, yes and no. Um, me and my husband saved my daughter's child tax credit over the last 2 years. So, she has 7,500. Why do you think that that's her money? That's not her money. Yeah. Because I want to set her up for the greatest future I can. And, then don't owe anybody uh, any, any yeah. money. How about Give fixing your money home. first? Yeah. But then I'd still have that in my account if I paid off our debt. Okay, let's just run the numbers. You got 9500 in debt. You got a savings of 9184 So our baby steps would say, baby step one is you take eight, that you take, you save $1,000, Okay. The ninety one eighty four now goes down to just one thousand dollars. You with me? Yep. So eighty one eighty four is going to go over to the ninety five hundred, and then we're going to go get the seven thousand dollars that you think is your daughter's money, and we're going to take what? You understand what I'm saying? And we're going to take the money and we're going to pay that off. We're going to pay the ninety five hundred off today, like when we hang up the phone. You're like the you uh, listen. You you are the actual conversation they have on the airplane. Like have on the airplane. The oxygen masks have fallen, and you're trying to get one on your daughter's face while you suffocate. Yep. And okay. then your child's going to look over and have a mom slumped up against the like uh, up against the wall over there, up against the side of the airplane, unable to help anybody. The greatest gift you can give your daughter is not an account of seven thousand dollars while mom and dad are frantic and walking around the house anxious all the time because they owe money. The greatest gift you can give your daughter is to pay all this off, have a, an emergency fund, and have some peace in your home. So you're. I, I feel that I, I just I have a hard time. Um, I guess liquidating all that money. But you're not. And, Let me, okay, let's walk through this. Okay, the money's yours. Did you say seventy five hundred for your daughter or seven thousand? Seven thousand five hundred. All right, so I'm I'm doing really simple math. Sixteen six and some change is what you've got in savings. You've got 9500 in debt, okay? You wipe the debt out today. You're not liquidating all that cash. By my simple math, you're still going to have just a shy under $7,000. And then are you getting a tax return? I, that's that that nine thousand one hundred is included is including the tax return, sorry. Okay, so you have you have about $7,000 give or take. And that becomes your new Baby Step 3 emergency fund. That's right. And you're, you're just going to start putting some money away. In the next six months, you're going to work really hard and get that emergency fund filled up. And then you're going to have something you never thought possible. And that is peace in your home. 
you're going to be able to sleep all night. You have a false narrative. There's no liquidating. Yeah. You're, you're actually, by our baby steps, which has helped millions of people, this isn't John and I's opinion here, you're actually going to be debt-free, and you're still going to have more than the $1,000 emergency fund. What? Except for a mortgage. Yes. But but the point is, is you're now moving into baby step three, and you're on your way to a three- to six-month emergency fund. What is that number? I'm just curious. What's a three-month emergency fund for you, all, all expenses? Um, 20000 right now. We live very minimal. Great. So you, you, you are on your way. And now, watch this. So let's just play with this. What would you say it would take you to get to 20000 if we're starting with about six, six or seven? How long before you got to the $20,000 emergency fund number? With no debt, it would be fairly easy. I know. How long? I'm, I'm walking you through something here. How long do you think it'll take? I don't know. A few years. Couple, a couple of years. A couple of years to save $13,000? <laughs> Well, yeah, we still okay. live. All right, let's still play we'll that out. Pay our mortgage. Okay, that's fine. So let's just say that, but there's no increased income here. There's no second or third job, right? So you you could actually get there sooner than that. Do you follow my reasoning? Yes. Okay. Let's just say you did it in a year and a half, for the sake of conversation. That's a year and a half from now. You're now into baby step four, which is saving fifteen percent. And you should be able to do that of your income towards retirement. Baby step five is saving for your daughter with a 529 education plan as an example. You're going to be fine. She's going to be fine. You're going to play catch up really quick. Do you understand that path? Yeah. Do you believe it's possible? Yeah. I'm, I don't know. John, what's, your, what's your hang up? I feel like you get there. off the phone and you're going to go, nah, I'm not doing any of this. <laughs> and you're going to turn the TV this. on, throw your feet up, grab a beer, and just call it a day. I thought the same thing. My problem is it's not just me. So my husband kind of, he wants, he doesn't want to leave. He feels like it's leaving us short. You've already spent the money that you owe. That's what I've said, but... You're already short $9,500. And the the heavens opened up, otherwise known as tax return in the federal government, to hand you a check. You gave you your money back, and uh, you can wipe all this stuff out, clean it up. Within the next two months, almost. No, the next, like, 30 minutes. Well, minus the 300. Well, if I took out of, yes, Gretchen's account, yes. It's It's not not Gretchen's Gretchen's account. Listen, if the government wanted to give your kids money, they would send it to your kids. They don't. This is, the tax credit is for parents who have children and they are struggling. And that is you. It's not her money. It's yours. How old is Gretchen? Two. Two? Good God on a stick with a pony. Now I'm really upset about it. I thought maybe she was 12 and you told her it was her money and you're trying to reconcile that. This is absurd. She only wants to know where the goldfish are. She has one thing in her mind, her next snack. You know, and another thing, where to poop, where to poop. Not, 
Hey Ma, where's my where's my seven thousand dollar child income? Good gracious! Get that money and oh my gosh! Oh, this section is sets this this call is brought to you by Preparation H because I've got hemorrhoids right now, <laughs> folks. That means he has been mentally strained. I think those are mental hemorrhoids. I think I hope we'll figure it out during the break. We'll let you know when we get back. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. This is The Ramsey Show, where we help you win with your money, in your relationships, and at work, 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman. John Deloney joins me. And, uh, oh my gosh, it's that time of year. It's that time of year. A lot of indigestion all around America based on taxes, and we understand that. And uh, the reason this is the case is because taxes can be really confusing, a little bit scary. And, um, and so we always want to help you with this issue of taxes. Let's unpack a recent question from one of our listeners. I want to avoid overpaying taxes each month. What do I need to change with my paycheck? Uh, fun question. Two simple ways to figure this out. And the reason this matters is we don't want to give our money, Uncle Sam, uh, we don't want to give our money to Uncle Sam and, and then get it back after a full year, right? It's kind of an interest-free loan to the government. That, that makes you want to throw up. Uh, so there's two simple ways to figure this out. One, if nothing has changed in your tax situation, take your refund amount or the amount you owed last year, divide it by 12. That's how much more or less you want taken out of your paycheck each month. Two, if your tax situation has changed, use tax software to do a fake tax return. It's going to show if you're paying too much or too little, and then you can do that paycheck math then. And then third, get with HR to fill out a new W-4 so that you're not over or underpaying on your taxes anymore. Now, that's just a quick snapshot. If you need help, uh, go to RamseySolutions.com slash tax. That's where you're going to find Ramsey Smart Tax, our no-nonsense tax software. Uh, very low upfront pricing and zero hidden fees. Or you can connect with one of our tax pros who's a Ramsey trusted, uh, who is Ramsey trusted, and they can do it all for you. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com slash tax. RamseySolutions.com slash tax. All right, let's go to Midland, Texas. Jessica is there. Jessica, how can we help? Hi. Yes. Um, how are you guys? We're having a blast. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. So I was calling because I get a lot of anxiety around spending money, um, around budgeting. Like I have my planner budgeted all the way through May, um, and I'm trying to get past that. I'm trying to find a balance between saving and doing fun, th- fun things with my kids. I get guilty about telling them no. And I feel like I'm constantly trying to balance that. So I didn't know if you guys had any advice for me. Yeah. So what what is, I like to look at anxiety as an alarm. 
Okay. This is a way your body trying to get your attention that you're not okay. Things aren't safe. So when you're about to spend money, what's your body trying to tell you? Is it trying to tell you, hey, you remember how bad it was when we were young? When we were seven, eight, and mom and dad had nothing. Dad left. Mom, we were broke. And don't spend money. Is it trying to tell you, hey, uh, you've just got a steady diet of evil end of times news stories for the last six years? And like, what, what's it trying to tell you? Honestly, I, I went through a divorce and I felt like he was always like spending money and I could never, like we weren't on the same page money wise. And so every time that I would try to save, I would check the bank account and there was something spent and I felt like I had no major control, but I'm also a people pleaser. So I never really like told him it bothered me. Um, so I feel like now that I have like full control of my bank account, I don't know. I feel like I'm scared to go back into the situation where I, we were living paycheck to paycheck and I don't want to go back there. So the greatest gift you can give your body is some confidence and we don't get confidence by just shouting things out in the rain, we get confidence by doing things, right? So do you have a budget? I do. Um, my budget is about, I spend about maybe 2900 a month max on bills. Okay. But um, but how much how much do you bring in? I bring in, I, I bring in about $2,850 to every two weeks. Okay. So 5600 so a month, 5700 a month? Yeah. Yeah, my salary is 75000 yearly. Okay. So you've got your expenses all the way down to $2,900. And so mm-hmm. um, you've got thousands of dollars left over every month. Do you have an emergency fund? I'm, I'm working on baby step three right now. I just paid off my car January 31st. That was my last debt. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, but I just feel like my kids, they go with their dad, and then they come back, and they brag about everything like, that they did. That has nothing to do with money. That's not about money. That's about kids being kids and you trying to get some sort of, um, like your kids are your scorecard. And if they're happy, then you've got an A. And if they're mad at you, then you have a D. And if dad is doing better, then you got an F. You're not competing with him. I hear all over the country when I talk to parents in your situation where one parent feels like I'm having to reestablish humanity after my kid goes to see their dad every other weekend because all they do is eat ice cream and Twinkies and go to movies and stay up all night and play arcade games and then they have to come home and go to school and I'm the bad parent. Exactly. Here's what that makes you, the adult, the good parent. Your job right now is not for your kids to just think, I'm having so much fun. Your job is to make sure that you're raising great adults. And it's going to be hard because it sounds like yeah, they have a dad that's not participating. Yes. So I'm not going to I'm not going to hook my self-worth to how my kids quote unquote feel on any given day. Over a, over an arc, yeah. If they're miserable, then I'm going to I'm going to dig into that. But your anxiety is going to be around is our home financially secure? Yeah. Am I a good mom? Yeah. Am I working hard? Do they have rent, food, whatever? Yeah. And do we have some money set aside so that we go out once a week together? Do we have money where we go play with a friend once a month? You see what I'm saying? It's both and. See, and I don't, I don't do that. I, I don't have any kind of fun in the budget. So I'm trying to balance. Like, do you like, have any kind of fun period? Do you have friends or are you doing this all by yourself? 
Um, I have I have my mom. She helps me. That's not what I said. Do you have any friends? Not, not really. That's your have, that's your new adventure. That's right. Work and I don't really do anything. That's your new adventure. You're lonely as lonely can be. Mm. And and Jessica, just I want to jump in really fast and say you cannot give what you don't have, and you're running on empty. Fair, fair. Are we right? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got to take care of you and and spending on you and spending on what you believe is right in this season. Like the, to take the other side of fear is fear is 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 very very real. But the way we get through fear is going. What is fear telling me? Is fear right? God, right? Is it true? Is it true? If it's true, we need to adjust. If I'm near the ledge of a of a of a cliff and I am afraid I'm going to fall over, fear's telling me the truth. I need to back up. But if I'm afraid that um, that I'm going to fail if I take a new job when there's no evidence that I'm going to fail, then then I'm being lied to and I'm holding myself back. And I think in this situation, you have got to stop holding yourself back because now it's you and you do make good decisions and you're not going to do something stupid. Isn't that true? Yes. You're not going to spend stupid and willy-nilly and irresponsibly. And here's your new homework assignment. Once a week for the next three months, I want you to take a couple of friends out from work, from your local church, from your neighborhood, mm. and y'all go over to Rose's, right down the road over there, and all I want you to do is get some queso and a big old thing of a dozen tortillas and some chips, and if y'all are margarita people, they've got great margaritas there, and I want y'all to sit at Rose's and just chit-chat. I like it. I'm told that today is, that is National Margarita Day. She should get one tonight. Yes. How does that sound? Just for her. Crazy? No, it, it sounds doable. Okay, here's, what, here, here's the word I want you to keep in your head. You're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. Your That's body's right. been through crap. Yep. I want you to think of this as, I have to practice this. I'm just practicing. I haven't had friends in years. I've been trying to hold together a marriage that didn't hold together. I've been trying to figure out how to survive because I had a, a husband who spent money like a child. I'm trying to figure out how to raise healthy kids by myself. And so I'm going to have to practice laughter. I'm going to have to practice having fun. I'm going to have to practice hanging out with girlfriends and just just being silly again. That's right. And the greatest gift you can give your kids is to go let mama be well so that you can anchor back in. And after they're all twinkied and video gamed up and they come back to your home, you can, here we go again, right? Here we go again. Mm. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. It's hard. But you're on the right path. Hang on the line. We're going to send you um, a year subscription for uh, for every dollar, the premium version. And we're going to send you the uh, FPU Baby Step videos. I want you to watch them all. And we're going to put you on a path to success. Hang on. All right. Hang on the line. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, guys. It's Rachel. You've heard me talk about Christian Healthcare Ministries, a health cost-sharing ministry. But I want you to hear from one of their members. Abby racked up a lot of doctor bills with a recent pregnancy, but she said CHM shared all of her eligible pregnancy-related medical expenses and their staff was consistently attentive, helpful, and considerate. That's Abby's CHM story, and it could be yours. Learn more and join chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Dr. John Deloney is with me as well. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. Jesse is now joining us in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Jesse, how can we help? Yes, so 
Um, in the last two years, I've gained over $100,000 in equity on a property that I bought back in 2021. And I kind of faced an issue that a lot of people who bought a house back then, we got a really low interest rate. I got around 3%. And I don't necessarily ever want to sell this property, but I do want to take this equity and buy another property. But I really don't know how to go about it. And I'm also co-signed with my parent on this property. Oh. So it's it's... Yeah, so it was a situation where I knew where the market was going, and I know where the market's going to go in the next couple of years. So you do? Lying- you, you, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Can we ask you a couple of questions? How is it that you get your uh, crystal ball? Um, I think that my dad, my dad was right about 2007, and he kind of taught me a lot about how the markets are working. And unfortunately, the only way the market's going to fix right now is the baby boomer generation has to get out of their homes. Okay, that's one theory. What do you What do you mean? They have to get out of their home by dying? <laughs> no, sell. Yeah, that or they need facilities. But again, I'm a healthcare worker, uh-huh. and the biggest issue in America is these people don't have anywhere to go beyond their homes. Hmm. But you said they need to get out of their homes. Yeah, meaning either whether they go into a long term care facility or whether they pass away, and that is kind of like the big issue. Is a lot of Americans are still like in that boomer generation that take up a lot of the homes, I would say majority of my generation, which I'm in my 20s, I'm They're not taking up a lot of homes, brother. They bought them. They They're own theirs. them. It's their house. I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, they own them. But Your generation can build some new ones. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm trying... That's actually, like, my question is what I'm trying to do because the problem is it's so expensive to build houses, and I've looked at, like, properties and, like, the value of property now compared to what it was back then, and it's... It's costing a lot more money now to build a house than ever. So what's your specific question? So my specific question is I am trying to take a – I want to get a HELOC. Don't, don't do what you're about it. to do. Like, I, you're not going to listen to us, and so I know that. But I'm just telling you, if you and I were having a drink and you were one of my best friends, I would say do not do what you're about to do. Period. Is it a bad – do you think it's a bad time to do a HELOC? Or I think it, it's never a good idea to put your house on the block to put land or a home on the block. I don't give seven craps what the interest rate is. I don't care how much equity you have in it. You're you're betting into an unknown future. And by the way, um, I was you 15 years ago. And I have to say these words out loud on a regular basis to remind myself, I was wrong. I thought I was smarter than I actually was, and I thought I'd figured all this stuff out. I didn't know anything about black swan events. I didn't know anything about pricing and supply and demand. I watched a lot of TV and read a lot of internet. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I thought I knew all these stuff, so I started making these things, and I'm going to make this move and move that over that move. And, what it, and here's what I did. I dug a hole that it took me and my family a long time to get out of. And so what I'm telling you is the smartest move moving forward is to be really grateful that you got a good rate, really grateful that your house is appreciated. I think it's a terrible idea to co-sign with your parents because they're still um, have some sort of oversight with you. No, we're partners. You're not. They're mom and dad, mm-hmm. right? And I would sit until I've got cash to buy my next place. But you're going to get in the equity game where you're getting a little bit of equity and then pulling it out so you can put a down payment on this place and get a little equity there so you can pull a down payment on, on that. And it's going to be fine until you turn out like Dave Ramsey and the whole thing comes down on your head. They call the note and you go bankrupt. Mm-hmm. That's the end game. 
The only way this works out for you is if you watch a ton of Instagram reels. Oh, I do. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah, because that, that, all that does is give you dopamine to make this decision. That's it. You are playing a slot machine, and Vegas always wins. Yeah. So, again, like, so you think it's better to just look into, like, maybe, se- like, selling the house down the line? Like, because, again, like, obviously, I'm going to count my blessings and stay where I am and kind of wait for the market to kind of... Why do you want to move? Way, correct. Well, because... Hey, hold me, on. This, this correction, I, bro, I put an offer on a house yesterday, and I got outbid. All these people, like, it's going to mm-hmm. correct. It's going to correct. There is a shortage. It's the lowest number of houses on the market. If you simply know supply and demand, there's very few Mickey Mantle rookie cards. That's why they're worth so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to build a whole bunch of houses. They're going to have to increase supply, okay? You're just playing with basic economics. And, bro, I want it to reset. I want all housing prices to cut in half so I can get a nicer house for me and my family. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And so if you like your house, live in your house. If you want to move from your house and you have the money, sell your home and then buy something that you can buy. Mm -hmm. Does that make make sense? Yeah. No, that, no, that makes, that makes perfect sense. Like the, the thing is for me, like I look at like trying to get into more assets and I understand like, like, yes, like I don't want to rush out of this house, but I'm trying to use this current asset as a rental property and then buy a second property. I basically took my equity to buy a long-term home and use my current property as a rental property because of my area and what I've studied the economics of what's going on in my area right now. But again, you just listened to everything. Well, you heard everything John said, and then you came back with the same formula. So, yeah, do what you're going to do, brother. Yeah. We still love you. Yeah, still love you. We, you just we've made our position clear. Yeah. I mean, you've watched a lot of Instagram reels about this. That's why you <laughs> laughed. I mean, you literally hit him right yeah. between the eyes there. Uh, he laughed because he's like, "Yeah," and you should probably keep watching those. <laughs> well, it's gonna. It, no, I'm mean, just saying. We we told you what we would do, which yeah. is not this. He's bought into, and he does see the future. It so <laughs> he does see the future. I feel it, like that's breaks, the X it, factor. It it, it it breaks my heart because I was him. I know, but I was but him. again, um, you. I mean, this gets back to the, what you studied. Yeah, there is reason. And then there's emotion, right. and the way those two things interact with each other sometimes, it's a very interesting mix. And there's, there is a constant, if you get on the wrong algorithm, you, there's a constant stream of people telling you, you're behind, you're missing out, you're behind, you're missing out, you got to go, right. you got to, got to, got to, got to, got to, and you just end up going, okay, I got to do this, I got to take this asset and move it over to there right. and move it. Here's the thing. My house right now, if I go get a quote unquote appraisal, they're going to give me a number that they think the house is worth. You know what that is? It's a guess. It's an absolute guess. It's a guess. It's not money. It's not cash. It's not It's not a, an asset. It is an estimation. And at the end of the day, what somebody actually pays me, hands me money for, and I shake hands with them mm-hmm. and hand them the keys, that's what that house is worth. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to make any moves on estimations, on guesses, on approximations. I'm not going to borrow against it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put my house on the market for it. That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, and, and, and to follow that up, let's just look at the numbers. So he's going, well, I want to use this house as a rental, and then blah, blah, blah. Okay, run the numbers. Run the numbers. What are you going to make? What are you going to make on the actual rent itself? So you have a mortgage payment that you owe the bank, and you're going to charge the renters plus, plus. So whatever there is. So just run the numbers. You make it 1000 bucks a month. That's not happening very often. 500 a month. Let's just say 500 a month 
that's six thousand dollars a year but that's before there's any kind of i got to fix the gutters i got to fix the hvac because as the landlord the lawn care lawn care there's all this my risk. tenants flushed uh whatever down the yeah, toilet yeah there's mm-hmm. risk associated with this for what how much money are you actually clearing right. well i've got the asset then sell it then sell it then flip right or if it's an actual or, cash asset and you're going to sit on it for the next 15 or 20 years knock your lights out well that's different do that all day long that's right but that's yours it's an actual tangible asset. And there's a risk there. Right. We've, we've eliminated the risk or, or just about completely. Because I, I own it. It's mine. That's right. Yeah. I can flip it. At any, I can sell it at any time. So it's a game of, well, I think I can time it right. By the way, no disrespect to Jesse or anybody. I listen to, you know me. I'm like an old man. I listen to the news and read the news every day on, on business news and You've got friends in high places. Guess what? Nobody knows. Nobody, Nobody knows what the real estate market's going to be six months from now. Nobody. <laughs> Everyone was waiting two months ago for the race to drop. Last month for the race yeah. to drop. They didn't. Nobody knows what the stock market's going to do. It's just, so listen. Live your life. Here's what we do know. We know solid financial principles work. That's what we know. And everything else, well, it's how much risk are you willing to take on. So hang in there with us, folks. This has worked for over three decades, and we want it to work for you. This is The Ramsey Show. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Dr. John Deloney is in studio with me as well this hour. Our scripture of the day comes from Psalm 37, 23, and 24. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. And our quote today from Bono, As a rock star, I have two instincts. I want to have fun, and I want to change the world. I have a chance to do both. I think it's pretty interesting when you get to a point in your life when you can start a phrase with, or a sentence with, as a rock star. <laughs> like, that's pretty cool, don't you think? And like, I didn't think that was pretentious at all because he is, in fact... Because he's Bono. A rock star. Right. Yeah, you know, as a rock star, I, as a middling YouTuber, Ken, I believe I that... <laughs> yeah, nobody quotes me. Uh, as a middle-aged podcaster, as a guy on I a have failing two radio show... Just kidding, James. I believe that uh, <laughs> so crazy. That's hysterical. Wow. <sighs> Unbelievable. I'm still shook from that last call. We got to talk to a real life fortune teller. I know. Uh he should put out an ebook. <laughs> Cause if you can time the market, the real I feel like you're on to something. <sighs> you like that one. Yeah, that's a genuine laugh right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Because there's a whole industry of Ebook people putting out ebooks on how to teach other people how to buy no no down real estate, and you'll learn it by buying my ebook, and then I buy that ebook, and I learn how to make an ebook about writing ebooks for no down real. It's just this loop. Well, we live in a world where you can be an expert without being an expert. It's grown up Tupperware sales. Yeah, right. It's grown up right. essential oil pyramid right. schemes. Yeah. I'm going to show you how to do it. Uh, question: Have you done it? Nope. But I got seven steps that you buy can my use. Course. It's very interesting. All right, let's go to Brooke in Oklahoma City, oh, Oklahoma. Jeez, Louise on a stick. <laughs> Brooke, what's going on? Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Sorry, and I, I'm having I a, a what... temper tantrum, Brooke, so I'm, I'm going to get better here. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no problem. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate you guys uh, showing up every day and doing the work that you're doing. Well, thank you for calling. What's going on with you today? Hey, um, we've got um, a little extra unexpected money. Uh, that came from the sale of a couple of calves that we had. Um, obviously, that's not 
coming to us being taxed, so we'll have to pay taxes on that at the end of this year. Um, meanwhile, we are in baby step number two. I've got uh, the IRS debt that we are trying to punch out. It's totaling 8700 right now. Um, the unexpected money totaled just under 3000 so it was going to be 1000 I either put in savings, but I'm wondering if I don't just take that money and pay the IRS now and then withhold 100 bucks a month throughout the rest of the year for my check to make up for that. Um, I like the idea of creating that habit of when we get that, that money that's not taxed of putting it aside, but I also want the IRS out of my life now. <laughs> so I wanted to get your guys' opinion. I'm going to go with IRS out of my life now. Okay. And I'm going to go with, you're asking you, are you married? I am, yes. You're asking you and your husband to do something y'all have never done before, which is stick to an actual budget and actually save money. And so I'm going to challenge you. I don't believe that you can do this. I actually do, but I'm just doing this for theatrical, uh, for theatrics. I don't believe you can do it. So if you do, in six months, if you will send me a direct message on Instagram that you have an account with six times $100 in it, 600 bucks in it, I'm going to send you any of my books for free. How about that? Okay, great. That's, that's my challenge to you. Okay. I'm like, Kent, get the Thanks, IRS great. out of your life, away from you as far yes. as humanly possible, but They're you're robbing fun. Peter to pay Paul on this one. Yeah. Just take care of that that's, first. That's kind of where I was, and I really thought, well, this is the more urgent, where I can also just pay that later. But, I mean, we do have other um, debts in Baby Step 2, but this one, obviously, Dave says IRS goes to the top of the list, that's and right. that's sure enough what we want to do. But this do. is the exact same this. thing that got you in this mindset. I mean, this, in this predicament, not mindset, in this predicament, which is, oh, we'll just pay that later. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and now is later, right? And let me tell you what, you, do ne- you never want to go with the later option with the IRS. They just don't mess around. Absolutely. Is there a chance you could um, go to a local credit union and get an $8,000 line of credit and pay this thing off? Um, we actually have uh, $6,300 ready to go. We've, we've paid $9,600. We have $6,300 more to send, um, and that includes the 2000 I just wasn't sure about that extra thousand, whether I should hold that back to pay next year or just go ahead and send it now. So we'll have almost all of it ready to go this month. Okay. When you say next year, you're just this is this is you guys are 10.99 income. This, this would be 10.99 income. Yes, we're we're W2 employees, but we do ranching on the side. Right. So this is just a couple right. of calves we had that went to sale barn. Right. And oh, so, calves, calves, and so you just didn't hold the money back. Right. Yes, it would. It's 10.99 income for the calves, and so what I'm saying is, in our W2 jobs, I could just take that extra hundred out each month to make up the thousand that we would owe at the, at the end of the year. Right. I see. You just have to, and you just have to promise you'll do it now and send it direct to the IRS. That's yeah. right. I run payroll. So, so I, I set it up myself. Yeah. Good. Right. Do you have a, do you work with a tax pro? One of our Ramsey tax pros? We are not with a Ramsey tax pro. We have a local accountant that's been helping us get caught up. Um, we had some businesses and we sold them and got a little behind there. Okay. Um, but we're, we're hey, trying to... Whether it's your local accountant or not, you need some accountability there and a pro there that's helping you navigate this stuff too. 
so j- just to give you personal experience, I'm W2 at Ramsey. My wife, uh, she works when she wants to. She has a lot of fun stuff that she does. And so she brings in a decent little amount of 1099 income every year. And so we've got our tax pro that we're going to get clued into all that. We just changed over to a great guy. And and so we're going to get, be getting ahead of that and having a pro walk through, here's what you need to be doing. That, I just really recommend that. It, it, I love accountants, but I love tax pros. Right. And I think there's a difference. And I, I just would get them involved. And they're, if they're really good, they're going to check in with you two, three times a year, and you're, you won't get in this mess. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll definitely look into them. All right. You got the DM book challenge by Dr. John Deloney coming your way. So it's pretty good. I would tell her to slide in, but that it comes up. Come to find out that means something differently than I thought. Now, right? you kind of revealed yeah. your technique. It was kind of interesting. You you were real serious. I believed it. Like, if you would have put a strong bet in a poker hand, I'd be yeah. like, ooh, he's got a set of cards. You were like, I don't think you're going to do it. I, and then you went, you immediately gave it? <laughs> yeah, I think I think they could. I think they can. But All right, so you think that, you, you what are the chances that she hits you with a DM uh I think 95% months? chance. All right. I think you take an Oklahoman, which is just like a super northern Texan, I think uh, they respond to challenge quite well. Now, can you say that? No, actually, because growing up in they Texas, they take great offense to that. An mm-hmm. Oklahoman. Oh, you no Oklahomans. They 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 wouldn't take offense to being called a North Texan. No, that's like the greatest compliment you can give them. I think he's because he think he's messing with me. Most, There's the Red River rivalry in football. Yeah, they don't like each other. Well, I know. Oklahoma and Texas, but it's it's it's. It, I'm not. I'm calling. I don't believe that. Uh, on <laughs> did you like the PG version of that? I kind of PG'd that up. I just don't believe that people from uh, Oklahoma would take like kindly to being called North Texans. You're gonna hold to this? Well, as a Texan, I don't know as what a Texan, I'm talking I about. think I'm bestowing like quite the gift. This I understand. As someone who's not an Oklahoman, I can see possibly they take offense. I think they probably would. But in Texas, Oklahoma is is called Southern Canada. So anything above the Red River is another country, essentially. All right. So, but all I have to say is I believe in Oklahomans that they can respond to challenge. And so we laid down the gauntlet. We'll see if Brooke can come up with $600 over the next six months. I think she's going to do it. Make it happen. I think she's going to do it. And can we just say this? I thought she was talking about cabs, C-A-B-S. I'm going to tell you, I thought the same thing. I in she fact, was selling I heard yellow cabs, cars. And I, but I wasn't sure what the cabs were, so I didn't follow up. Yeah, I kind of wimped out. Come to find out they were baby cows. Which, I, if I'd have heard that earlier, I would have made the noise. Much <laughs> to James's uh, disappointment. He does not like when I do my own sound effects. But uh, I've gotten away with it so far. Hey, good show, Dr. John Deloney, James Childs, our fearless leader, and his band of merry men behind the glass. Thank you, guys. And you, America, this is The Ramsey Show.